Most photographers spend the majority of their time stuck behind a computer. They're editing, they're culling, but they're not focusing on growing their business and giving their clients an amazing experience. Even if you've introduced new AI workflows before, most photographers are still spending their limited time on tasks that don't grow their business. Well, today I want to introduce you to PostPartner. Unlike other photo editing companies, PostPartner is designed to partner with you for the long term as you grow your business. In addition to their premium editing service, PostPartner recently launched hybrid AI editing. With hybrid AI editing, you get paired up with a personal editor that learns your style and leverages AI tools to deliver you client ready images for only 19 cents per image. And not to mention every single photo is reviewed and adjusted for consistency by PostPartner's team of photographers turned editors. PostPartner is based in Vancouver, Canada, and they want you to have confidence in the quality of the images that you're delivering to your clients. If you want to get more time to invest back into your business, head on over to postpartner.com slash shoot and use the coupon code shoot to receive $200 towards your first editing order. Go check them out. Expose my mind to clarity Oh my spirit shudders Capture the moment uh, to keep my sanity and the wisdom rushing in so much clearer now. Getting a little bit higher with the best of body. I'm getting good. Getting a little bit better. I'm climbing to the top. Never gonna stop. I'm Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Oh Shoot. It has been a minute since I've recorded a solo episode by myself, gave you guys like up to date life updates, but we are here. Today is a life update full solo episode from me. And I'm super excited because we're talking about busy season and just everything that that entails. So we're going to get into that in a little bit. But like I said, I have life updates for you guys, because if you don't follow me on Instagram, I basically have been traveling since the beginning of May until the first week of June for weddings and elopements. And so I just got back from my most recent trip and I'm Happy to say I don't have another trip until like the end of June and it's just for a couple of days. So I'm home and I'm going to be home for quite a long time, which I'm excited about. So this past trip, I think I already gave you guys like the Cabo life updates, but the other trip that we just took was to San Francisco, Big Sur, California, and then to upstate New York and Saratoga Springs. I had a wedding in San Francisco, an elopement in Big Sur, and then a wedding in Saratoga. And I swear to you, these trips just kind of like lined up with themselves. Like I think I booked the wedding in San Francisco first, and then I had a girl who wanted to book me for an elopement in Big Sur. And like the day that she chose was literally just like it just lined up with us being in the area anyway. So we flew out to San Francisco on a Thursday. We had Friday to just kind of chill, explore, you know, do whatever. And then Saturday was the wedding. Then we drove from San Francisco to Big Sur, which is about two and a half hours. And we stayed in like this, it was like this really cool, like little cabin in the woods. But when I say cabin, it really wasn't like a cabin it was like an all glass little house. And in like this little glass house was literally just the kitchen, the living room and the loft. And the loft is where we slept. It's just like a bed up, you know, in like the roof area of the house. Um, It was so cute. And the reason I booked it was because Urban Outfitters literally did like a photo shoot there. So like, it was amazing. Um, Definitely like, serene vibes. If you're looking to kind of unplug, like not have service, like that's the place to go. That's not necessarily always my vibe. So it was a little bit of a struggle for me because it was like 30 minutes to get to any restaurant, but it was so pretty and picturesque. Like I loved it. 
And then from there, we flew out of San Francisco to upstate New York. So we flew into Albany and drove to Saratoga Springs, which is where we had the last wedding of our trip. And that wedding was so fun. It was like beautiful, like the decorations, everything of the day. So pretty. It was such a fun wedding. Um, And then we flew back home. So that was our trip. I am literally, I feel like I'm still recovering from it. And I feel like when you're getting into photography, like all you want to do is like book travel and like start traveling and doing destinations. But like once you start doing it, you realize how exhausting it is and you start to appreciate like the local stuff a lot more because it doesn't take as much like time and energy from you. And it allows you to kind of have like a little bit of a life because literally for the month of May, I felt like I didn't have a life. Like I was just working the entire time. Like, yes, it was kind of like vacations, but at the same time, when I know I have a wedding coming up in like two days, I feel like I can't fully relax. Like I'm the type of person that kind of like, I get stressed about that type of stuff. So travel is fun, but like everything it comes with this pros and cons for sure. So that whole trip I vlogged, um, Charlie actually edited the vlog and it should be up now for you to watch if you want to watch the full thing. Um, it's a long one, but I literally vlogged like almost every part of our trip. So if you want to see the behind the scenes of what it's like to travel for literally a month, go watch that vlog. It's up on my YouTube channel. The other life update I have for you guys, I mentioned a while back that we were the few that got Taylor Swift tickets. So that concert, by the time this episode comes out, it will have already happened, but I haven't gone to the concert yet at this time that I'm recording it. So the Taylor Swift concert that is up on my radar and I've been like prepping for it. You know how you have to like like I'm the, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm such an over-preparer that like I'm, I like listen through all of her songs because I just want to like have Taylor fresh in my mind when I go to the concert. I have my outfit already. So I'm super excited. I actually have a wedding the next day after the Taylor Swift concert and the concert is like two and a half hours from us. So I, we're driving to the concert, going to it, staying the night, and then I have to be back by like 1 p.m. here So it shouldn't be like a huge problem. It's not like two and a half hours and getting there by 1 p.m. It's really like we'd have to leave at like 11 or something like that, Uh, like 1030. But still, like it's it's not a big deal. But I just that type of stuff worries me a little bit. So I'm like, what if I get a flat tire on the way home from the concert? Like I'm going to be stuck there and I'm going to miss my wedding. That's kind of where my brain's at with that. Um, Because I did so much traveling. I have so much stuff in my editing queue. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but like May and June, I just feel like I had so much stuff scheduled and I never scheduled time for me to actually edit any of it. So now I'm like, I have my first wedding that I shot in Cabo is literally due next week. And I'm like, I haven't even started editing it. So I have a lot of editing to do. And I'm sure all of you feel the same way. And the last thing I wanted to share... I am launching AI Lightroom brushes tomorrow. And this is like kind of a big deal because I released my original Lightroom brushes, like I would say maybe at this point two years ago. And since then, Lightroom has had so many updates to their brushes and like masking. I created brushes that are like AI one click brushes. So like it'll auto apply onto your subject or auto apply onto the sky. So it's like, you don't actually have to paint these brushes onto your picture. You literally can like, like AI will just do it for you. So I've been using them in my work recently. Like you literally just click the teeth whitening AI brush and it'll automatically detect your subject's teeth and then whiten them. Like it's insane. Like it saved me so much time and it's actually amazing. And you can like copy and paste them over from photo to photo. So if you do like, let's say skin retouching on one photo, you can copy and paste it over onto the next photo and it'll like auto detect on your subject and auto skin retouch for you. It is seriously a game changer. So those come out tomorrow. I have another life update slash life event, but that's probably coming in July. I don't want to share it until like 
it is like 100% set in stone. So that's all I have for life updates, but we are going to get into the meat of the episode, which is busy season. So today we're talking about busy season, which is currently happening right now. As we speak, it is basically busy season for a lot of you. So I want to talk about some of the ways that you can be most prepared, how to be the most effective and still enjoy your life during busy season. Because I know for me, it is really hard to maintain that work-life balance. So we're going to talk about some ways that you can make sure that you're balancing things correctly, that you know, you're staying organized, you're prioritizing things right. And even if you're not busy, what you can do to still be growing during busy season. So first, we're going to talk about how to prep for a busy season. So you might have already done this. If you're like, if you started shooting in May, you're probably all prepped and ready to go. But if not, we're going to talk just quickly about how you can prep for busy season. And this is always a good thing to do. Even if you've already started shooting and it's already busy for you, you can still prep yourself in this way to help you be better prepared for the rest of the things you have to shoot this year. So first, getting all of your gear organized. This is something I love to do. I actually am probably going to do it right after I record this episode. I'm going to go into my filing cabinet and organize all my gear, make sure it's all there, have everything I need, um, take inventory of everything. And I'm going to just like figure out if I'm lacking anything. I know for a fact I'm lacking in camera batteries at every wedding I shoot. I feel like I am just a little stressed about running out of batteries, not having enough. So I think I might need a few more batteries. So that's something that you can do to prep. Just organize all your gear, take inventory of it all. Find a good place to store all of your gear so that you're not stressed when you're not shooting. This is something that I really need to implement right now. I still have all my camera bags on my floor in my office from literally traveling. Like we just came home and I just dropped them on the floor. Like I haven't touched them. It's so nice to have a place for all of your gear and it's like tucked away and out of sight. So you're not like, it's not like an added layer of stress when you come home from a shoe or like you need to get some editing done, but your gear's everywhere. Like I'm the type of person that needs like the aesthetic in the room that I'm in. Like I need a candle lit. Like I need everything to be nice and clean and tidy before I can start working. So having a place for all of your gear, that really helps me feel prepped and ready to work, especially because you probably are going to have a lot of editing to do this busy season as am I like, let's be real. Um, get your email automations in place. If you don't have any email automations yet, you need to have some sort of automations that are going to help you not have to send like emails every single day, like stuff that is on like a timeline that you could just automate. You should definitely automate. So use those HoneyBook automations, make sure they're in place. And maybe if you already have automations in place, double check them and see like, do I want to add anything or take anything away like that I think is effective or ineffective? Maybe it, it's time for you to kind of just like reanalyze and reevaluate those automations you already have. Um, make sure that your calendar this summer is easy to read, being used and easy to access. So I find that when it's busy season, this is a very common time to overbook yourself or double book yourself but most of the time that's a result of you not having a great calendar or you just not keeping track of things well. So this actually happened to me literally last night. I forgot I was supposed to go to a movie with my sisters and I like started to plan something else because I never put the movie in my calendar. So make sure you are actually putting things in your calendar that you're committing to. If it's an engagement session, like right away, put it in your calendar. Don't forget to put it in your calendar. Okay. Um, your calendar needs to also be easily accessible. So I use Google calendar. I access it from my phone. Charlie has my login and he actually can see my Google calendar from his phone as well. So that's super nice because I, you know, I have all of my calls and like everything that I'm doing during the week in that calendar. So he can just go on there. He just goes on his phone and he looks to see like, I have a call at this time or whatever. So then he'll be like, Hey, in between this and this, do you want to go do X, Y, and Z. Like, do you want to go to the dog park or do you want to go ride our bikes to a coffee shop? Like he's able to see 
everything that I have going on. So utilize your calendars, um, you know, make sure you're actually using them because it is going to help you. I just posted on my Instagram story this week about a planner that I have. I haven't used it in a while because I haven't needed it. But this week I really felt like I needed (laughs) some organization in my life because I hadn't worked because of all my traveling and like so long, like I only ever answered emails and did kind of like that quick little stuff, but I have stuff that I want to get done. So I started using this planner that I have and I have it linked to my Amazon storefront. If anyone wants it, it's under my home office little list, but basically it like, it helps you to schedule out like okay, I'm going to edit for three hours here and then I'm going to go take a walk from 12 to one. And then from one to two, I'm going to record this podcast. And then from two to three, I'm going to edit the podcast. And from three to four, I'm going to clean my office. Like it helps for me to have those priorities listed out and then to actually schedule myself to do them. Because during busy season, it's going to be easy to not work on your business and just work in your business. It's going to be so easy to just edit, shoot, charge your batteries, and then take a break. But there are still so many things that need to be worked on, like your marketing, posting on Instagram, like just random things that you know are needed to help you maintain your business. So make sure you're creating time for those things. And in order to create that time, use a calendar, a scheduler, a planner. Okay. I was not expecting to talk about that for so long, but it's important. Like I feel very passionately about that. Um, make sure you have an editing queue and have your due dates in your editing queue. I find the easiest way to do this is I create a note in the notes app on my phone. It's literally called editing queue. And every time I shoot a wedding, I go in there and I put the due date, which is for me, it's always four weeks after the wedding. So I put the due date and then I write their name and the due date. Like I said, it's always four weeks after. So if they got married on May 1st, it's going to be June 1st that I have my due date for them. And what I do is after I finish and deliver that gallery, whatever it is, a wedding family session, then I'll go and delete that. And then I start working on my next one. It can be so easy to lose track of, okay, what's my next thing I need to edit and to also lose track of, oh, this is due in two days. Like if you shoot back to back weddings, you're going to have one due date like on tomorrow and then you're going to have a due date the next day, which is so stressful and honestly, probably impossible. If you like wait until the last second to edit, you're probably not going to be able to get those done. So keeper due dates in line. That's going to help you make sure you get everything delivered. You don't forget about a session or a gallery. Like you don't forget about anything and you're actually staying on track with your due dates. So super important. I also like to pin that note in my notes app. So it's right at the top of my notes. Um, the other thing is getting a BTS mount. If you don't already have like a mount for your camera, get something to go into the hot shoe of your camera so that you can put your phone on your camera while you're shooting. Um, This is just for getting that good BTS content. You know, like marketing doesn't end just because you're busy. Like you're always gonna need marketing. So if you don't have someone that comes with you to shoots, get that phone mount for the top of your camera. This is gonna help you so much. Like you're gonna have the content. So then when things slow down, then you can start posting it. And like you're, you already are, you're creating the content for yourself already. Like you're just, going the extra step and recording it all. Um, And then the last thing for prep, I want you to add one piece of equipment that you've been wanting to your like equipment collection. If it's in the budget and you've been eyeballing, like, let's say like, I don't know, like a 50 millimeter lens, or you've been eyeballing a lens filter or something, whatever it is. Honestly, this is your permission from me to go get that piece of equipment. Um, I think getting different equipment and challenging yourself in that way is so essential as a creative. Like don't just stick to what you have, allow yourself room to grow and change. So this is a perfect time to do that. Do that. I mean, there are lenses. <laughs> There's one specific lens that I kind of want, but I don't necessarily think I need it yet. Um, it's kind of like, 
it's like a 24 to 70 basically is what I'm thinking I want. But I just am not crazy about the aperture only being f2.8 on Sony, like on those Sony lenses. But something like that, like I've been eyeballing it for a while. I'm not going to get it because I'm not 100% convinced I'm actually going to use it. But if you know like, oh, I'm going to buy this 35 millimeter and I'm actually going to use it, then get it. Okay. Like this is your sign to get it. So now we're going to talk about what you should prioritize during busy season. Obviously you can't just sit around all day. Like, like you probably have things going on. Like you're not just sitting around all day and like dinking around in your computer. We've got shoots. We've got, you know, editing to do. We've got client relationships to maintain. So what should you prioritize? First shooting, obviously. Second editing, one thing that I think is super important is to cull your images while they're fresh, especially during busy season. Do not wait to cull your photos until you have to edit them. Cull them while they're fresh and like while you're doing your previews. So I do this with every single wedding. Before I allow myself to send out previews, I have to cull through the images. And this just keeps me like one step ahead of the game. So when I'm ready to start editing them, I just have to color correct. I don't have to go through and sort through all the photos first. Culling is easy when the session or wedding is fresh, but it's hard when the session's been sitting for three, four weeks. So that's something that I definitely think is a priority. Emails with your clients, definitely a priority during busy season. Check and reply to emails every two days or so. You want to maintain those relationships because you want good word of mouth referrals. You're, you have so many weddings or sessions this busy season, or if you don't, that's fine. But like, if you do, like you are currently fostering word of mouth referrals as you're sitting here, like you have clients who potentially could refer you to their friends and family if you give them a good experience. So make sure you are replying to emails, especially when it comes to weddings. I feel like emails are decently urgent. Like you don't email your photographer unless you want like an answer relatively quickly. So don't leave people waiting, respond to emails. Um, getting back to inquiries. A lot of the times during busy season, like when the weather gets nice, people are like, Oh my gosh, I want to do a photo shoot like next week. And then they'll just go and reach out to a bunch of photographers. If you're the first one that can respond with like a price and like a day, you might be the person that they book, you know, like there's a chance that your fast response could get you the booking. So get back to inquiries. Don't let them sit. That's something that's super important during busy season. Your business growth and like focusing on that part of your business. Honestly, that should be done before busy season because you're not super like you're not really able to focus on that wholeheartedly during busy season. I feel like there's just no way that you can like actually get into growth because growth takes like so many weeks. And yeah, so I would say when it comes to business growth, like it's definitely something you can do, but I would say like, just make sure during off season, you're not wasting your time and you're actually like trying to grow your business and working on like backend things because during busy season, it kind of takes a back burner in my, in my opinion of like the priorities that you should, you should have. Um, and then the last thing for priorities, I would say prioritize one to two social media platforms, one at the very minimum, but I don't think you need to do more than two unless you have like the capability to do so. Social media is huge and it's amazing for business growth, but there's only so much you can do when you have a ton on your plate. So just prioritize those few platforms that you know work well for you and you know get you bookings, okay? Those are the ones I want you to prioritize. So we're going to talk about now, how do you balance all of it during busy season? How do you balance your life with work and just being human? How, how do you balance it all? So the first thing I want to recommend is just keeping your priorities in check. So what is a priority to you? Just like in life in general, just think about it. Like what are the things that you prioritize? Is it like quality time with your significant other? Maybe it's um, you prioritize being healthy this summer. Maybe you want to exercise more. Like make sure with your workload, you're also doing and prioritizing other things in your life too. So if you want to really work on 
running a 5k this summer, like prioritize running and like getting out there on top of everything else that you're doing. When you prioritize things, that shows that they're important to you. Like your priorities are going to happen. So make sure you have the right things in your priorities. Like check, check yourself. Cause sometimes you think like, Oh, fitness is a priority for me. But then like something else very obviously is more priority than fitness, maybe mental health, you know? So like make sure what your priorities are, are the things that you're actually like prioritizing. You know, sometimes we like to trick ourselves and think something's a priority when it's really not. In order to balance things, remember to stick to your planner. Your planner is going to be your savior this busy season. Never overwork yourself. I think when it comes to balance, like you need to give your mind a break. If you feel like your brain is just not there, that means you might need a break. So just keep that in your priorities. Taking personal days and personal evenings, it can be so easy to just like work from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. I did that this Monday. I literally, because Charlie like went off and played a softball game and I was just like at home. So I sat here and I worked literally 12 hours. I felt like it was kind of needed because I was gone for so long. But like the next day at 9 a.m., I did not want to start working again. I was like, I'm so tired from yesterday. And I feel like it does kind of like, like when you pull those like full day work days, the next day you're like, I don't want to work again because I literally busted my butt yesterday. So with that being said, I think it's important to prioritize evenings to do things that are personal things, whether that's like, maybe you do need to work into the evenings. Maybe you have a part-time job that's not photography and you have to work in the evenings. I would say like, if that is you, you still need to take like some evenings off. Maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday is when you edit in the evenings. And then Tuesday, Thursday evenings, you do something fun for personal. You go on a walk. Um, you know, you do something for a couple of hours and then you come home and edit. Like you need to make sure you're prioritizing personal days because that is going to keep you sane. Truly. Like it, it sounds like, oh, I don't have time for that. But like you are going to burn out if you do not take personal time. Okay. Don't feel guilty about taking personal time. Like unless you have a deadline that is like literally today or tomorrow and you have to get something done, you haven't even started on it you have time, like give yourself time and grace. Okay. Um, another way to keep things balanced is to keep track of your deadlines. Like I said, in an editing queue, something like that. You also want to use your calendar religiously. Like I mentioned earlier, the calendar is it. Like that is how you can keep everything all together during busy season. So use your calendar. Don't forget about your calendar. Use it, please. What if you fall behind on your deadlines? That is a very real fear during busy season. What if you fall behind? Like, what if I have a session that was due yesterday and I didn't finish it? First of all, I just want to say that it's okay. I'm sending you big hearts because if you fall behind on your deadlines, like, yes, it sucks, but it's going to be okay. Okay. That's the first thing I want to say. It's super important to be transparent transparent with your clients. So if you are like, let's say you promised their gallery would be done last week and you're into like Monday and Tuesday, it's still not done. Just be transparent with them. Like send them an email and be like, hey, I know I told you the gallery would be done last week. Just want to let you know, like I'm currently like I have a lot going on and like I am working so hard to get it done. I promise you, I will get it to you very soon. Like, thank you for your patience. The more transparent you can be and just letting people know like what's going on, the more you can appreciate it. There's nothing worse than like, like, I feel like it's the worst thing you could do is like not say anything because then they're just like wondering, like, when is my gallery going to be here? Like, I'm just waiting for it. I'm starting to like make up scenarios in my head. I'm starting to overthink it. If you can just communicate like what's going on, you get rid of all of those like negative thoughts from their head. And most people are pretty understanding. So just be transparent with people. 
you need to also acknowledge that you might need help as far as like editing goes, or if there's other things you're falling behind on, you need to acknowledge that you need someone to help you and outsource something, or you need to reprioritize your tasks so that you're actually meeting your deadlines. If you like have a deadline for tomorrow and you have a wedding due tomorrow, but today all you're doing is scheduling pins on Pinterest and you're posting on Instagram, you're replying to emails. Like those are great things to do, but like you have a deadline to meet. So I would say, make sure your priorities are in check and reprioritize some of your tasks. I I feel like a lot of the times if you're a procrastinator, that's what you want to do is like, you just want to, you want to post on Instagram and post on Pinterest, but you don't want to do the thing you actually need to do, which is edit. So sometimes it just, that's something that you just have to work on, like for yourself, like figure out what helps you get motivated to do the things that you're procrastinating. Um, when you fall behind on your deadline, you might need to bust your butt for like one to two days. I'm just being honest with you. You might need to do those nine to nine work days. Like if you have a 1500 photo wedding gallery that you have to deliver, that's a lot of photos, but like, let's just say that's how many photos you have. Like you might need to do multiple 12 hour days, like depending on how long it takes you to edit. Don't make a habit of like pushing your deadlines and falling behind. Like when you get, okay, let's say you're currently behind on your deadlines. You get a gallery done that was overdue. And then you're like, I can finally breathe again. But oh, don't forget, you have another gallery that's due next week. Like don't continually fall behind on your deadlines. Like learn the lesson and don't make a habit of it. And something that's really helped me with deadlines is creating mental deadlines and then actual deadlines. So I tell my clients like six to eight weeks is when they're going to get their wedding back. But in my head, my mental deadline is four weeks. So the wedding that I have that's, you know, from Cabo that I said is due very soon. It's actually due in like three weeks. Technically, if I were to go to the full eight weeks, but like because I want to kind of deliver sooner just to get like, you know, a better taste in their mouth. And I feel like it's really good for client experience to deliver galleries sooner than expected. Like I have a mental deadline of four weeks, which is going to help me make sure I actually get it done. I hope that makes sense. So let's talk about how you can continue to create content during busy season. So content creation is like such a huge thing right now. And if you just dropped off the face of the planet, if you like work so hard during like the winter and the fall and the spring to really like get your social media bump in and like you have tons of content you're putting out all the time. And then all of a sudden during busy season, you just stop. Like, I feel like that, that is going to be the worst thing you can do for yourself because you just like, you just let it go. And all this hard work you've built, like it, you kind of lose the momentum. So it is super important to maintain content creation during busy season. It is quite a top priority. However, it's pretty easy to maintain because if you're shooting all the time, like you're, you have content to show, like you have previews that you're doing and you can just post those previews. You know what I mean? So it's good to create a template for every week just to know like, okay, here's what I want to be posting this week. And specifically I'm talking about like videos, not necessarily like static posts, like of just pictures, but in this scenario, I'm talking about like videos. So a good template that would be helpful during busy season is to post like, let's say four videos a week. It's not too much. It's not too little, maybe four or three. Okay. One of them can be like, uh, like just previews from a wedding or a session. So you show a few behind the scenes videos and then you show the previews. Okay. Easy. Another one can be just like another video, exact same thing from wedding or session behind the scenes video, boom, boom, previews, whatever. One can be a talking video. So let's say every week you do a talking video, you talk about I don't know what your client should wear to their session or, you know, where people should do engagement photos in the city you live, whatever. So that would be an idea for a video you could do. And then another one would just be like a trending kind of like miscellaneous video. Four videos a week. You have the template. 
all you need to do is dedicate, let's say two hours or like one hour a week to that. Okay. Not horrible. Another way to create content creation is to schedule things. Like if possible, schedule things out. Like why do you need to be doing everything like that moment? Like if you have an idea, like obviously like do it, but like you can schedule things out so that you don't have to be super worried about it. Okay. That's, that's a huge thing. And, or just like having them ready in your drafts. That's what I do. I just like keep everything ready with the caption and drafts. And then when I feel like, Oh, I don't have anything to post today. I just post it real quick and that's it. Don't spend more than like one to two hours a week on content creation, especially during busy season. You don't need to. And remember, don't be a perfectionist. That perfection kills videos. I'm just telling you right now, like the more perfect it is, the less it's going to perform. Like I swear that is like how social media works. Like people don't care if it's perfect. They care if it's something that like they can relate to and if it's something they can picture themselves in. So a few platforms and systems that are going to help you during busy season. Google Calendar. I already said that, but it's a good one. HoneyBook, um, specifically HoneyBook scheduling tool. So they have like a little scheduler tool or Calendly. Calendly is like the same thing. Both of those are super good platforms to use. Or I guess they're just systems, tools, whatever. The Notes app, that is my go-to. When I have people fill out their questionnaires for their weddings, I put all of that info that they put in the questionnaire, I put it in a note in my phone, like with phone numbers, addresses, everything. And then I literally will just like share that with Charlie as a collaborator. And then like, that's where all of the info is for the wedding day is just on my notes app. Um, Using Facebook um, scheduling. So you can actually schedule posts to Instagram through Facebook it's like their Facebook business manager tool, I think. So that would be a good tool to use for the summer if you feel like posting is just way too much for you. Um, You can also schedule TikTok videos on TikTok desktop, which is a fun little hack. You do have to create everything like you can't edit in the TikTok app and then schedule it on TikTok desktop. It would be like you create the video and edit it in like CapCut or like Premiere Pro or something. And then you send it to your computer and then you schedule it on there. Um, I've done that a couple of times. You know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. If you're too busy, schedule it on TikTok. Not too bad. HoneyBook for tasks. So you can create tasks on HoneyBook to help you remember when things are due and automations as well. And then PickTime is a gallery delivery service. I use PickTime. A lot of people use PickTime. So that would be a super helpful system for delivering photos. So next, we're going to talk about outsourcing during busy season. Do you need to outsource? Let's talk about that. Like, I, I basically think there are a few scenarios that if you answer yes to any of these, like, or like you agree with any of these, you probably need to outsource. So if you are missing deadlines, you might need to outsource, okay? Um, If you feel like you have no free time or no personal time to yourself, you might need to outsource. If (laughs) If you need a break, raise your hand if you need a break. I feel like that's me too. You might need to outsource. If you feel like there are other tasks you'd rather be doing. So I mentioned earlier, like, if you are posting on Pinterest and Instagram, that's what you love to do, but you are procrastinating your editing, maybe that's a sign that you need to outsource your editing. Because if you're literally doing other tasks tasks instead of that one task that you need to be doing, that might be a sign that that task just isn't for you. It might be worth it to pay someone else to do that. If you have the money to expand. So like if you feel like I'm doing well this year, like I'm making more than I did last year, Um, maybe you can use some of that extra money to go towards outsourcing. It could be a really helpful idea, to be honest. So I want to talk about how to avoid burnout real quick, because burnout is like a thing that everyone talks about for busy season. And it's scary to think about, but we're just going to talk about it real quick. Um, so burnout is basically where you quite literally burn yourself out. Like, you stretch yourself way too far, way too thin, and you take on way too many 
responsibilities or tasks and you feel like I have no personal life. All I'm doing is working and I'm extremely um, unhappy with it or I'm just not satisfied with this. Like I am over it. Like if you, that is burnout. And when you get to that point, you're literally so tired. You need just like the longest break ever. It's super unhealthy. How to avoid it. If you feel overtired, like please take a break. If you feel like I've been editing for like five hours straight, I need to get this done, but like I'm so tired, take a break. Like please just go on a walk or do whatever you have to do. Make yourself a little matcha. I give you permission to go make a matcha, okay? If you are overtired, take the break. Avoid booking too many sessions in a week. I think that more than three sessions in a week is like way too many, in my opinion. Like if I had three sessions every week, I would actually be so overwhelmed, okay? So like don't don't overbook yourself. Keep yourself to a limit and keep it weekly. Like if you feel like, oh, this is going to be the week that I am like thriving. I have so many inquiries. I'm going to do 12 sessions and then no sessions for the rest of the summer. Don't do that, okay? Space yourself out. I just feel like you need to know your limit when it comes to how many sessions and weddings you can take on per week, per month, and really sticking to that. Sometimes it does take you overbooking yourself to realize this is too many, which sucks, but like sometimes you need to experience it to learn this is not for me. So a lot of people that I know do like two weddings a month and around two sessions per week. And then once that's filled up, they don't take on anything else. And they've figured it out where like taking on that many and filling it up is going to help them meet the financial goal that they need to. So like not only are they not stressed about meeting the financial goal, but then they also like are able to enjoy their personal life as well. So I feel like that's a super helpful thing to do during busy season, like in order to avoid burning out. Um, When you are in busy season, I've said this before already, but like set aside personal time, like set time to do the things that you like to do personally. Don't let you as a human or you as a person disappear during busy season. Like you are not this person who is just supposed to work all the time and that's it. Like you are allowed to have personal time and do fun things that you like to do that are not work related. Okay. Maintain your hobbies, maintain fun activities. For me, it's like pickleball, um, going to the beach, bike rides, coffee shops, like trying new restaurants. I like to lay out in the sun, go to the pool. Like those are personal things that I do. And I try to create time for them. Like this week I spent a whole afternoon yesterday just going to the pool. I did my work in the morning and then from like 12:30 to 2:30 I went to the pool, then came back here and had like a mentor call. So I intentionally was like I need to get my work done so that I can go and do this thing that I like to do personally. Work from a new place. So if you want to avoid burnout, sometimes burnout comes from just doing the same thing over and over again, like literally to the point where you're like, I can't do this anymore. Go and work from a coffee shop or go to someone's house or go outside and work or work from a new room in your house or like, I don't know, wherever it is that you work normally, go to a new place for just like a day. That's really going to help kind of refresh and reset your mind when it comes to burnout and choose something new. Okay. I know we're busy this summer. Like I know it's busy season, but shooting something new is like the refresher that we all didn't know we needed. And this happens to me all the time. I feel like I'm constantly like pushing myself to shoot something I normally wouldn't shoot. So I just did this brand shoot like a couple weeks ago and like, it's not normally something that I do. Like I was like trying on clothes and different stuff like that. And I was like, this is so different from my normal every day that it's like so fun, you know? So shoot something new. Like maybe you use a different style of photography or you shoot some place you never would, or you do a different pose, whatever it is. It could even be just like within a session you've already booked. Like if you have an engagement session, like 
do all your normal poses, but maybe at the end, try some fun poses you've never tried. Okay. That is like a super good way to just freshen things up, keep things from getting mundane and boring. Let's talk about like, what do you do if you're not actually busy? Like if you're like, maybe you're in this boat where you're like, you know what? I don't actually have that much this summer. Like I'm, I don't, I don't have like a ton of sessions and weddings booked. Like I'm actually chilling. What can you do to like, make sure you're still growing and your business is still growing and you're not plateauing. Okay. That that's what I want to talk about in this case. Um, it's okay if you're not busy. That's the first thing I want to say, but we're going to dive into a little bit of like how to grow your business during busy months. First thing that you can do is grow your portfolio. Um, that is one of the biggest ways to get more bookings is having photos to show that people can picture themselves in. So grow your portfolio, work on your marketing, work on your website, work on your brand. Those are all very generic things, but like those are essential pillars to growing a successful photography business. So if you don't have a website yet, get that website. If you don't have like a brand color as a logo, like get that, work on that, work on your marketing, like bump up your Instagram and TikTok game, like work on your Pinterest, like stuff like that. That is what I want you to be doing during busy season. Everyone's going to be shooting. I want you to also shoot and like grow your portfolio, do, do free shoots, stuff like that, but really work on building that back end of your business. It's also important to note, like sometimes when you're not completely booked up for the summer, that opens up cool, unique opportunities for you to take on last minute projects. I've had people reach out to me and be like, Hey, I'm getting married next week. My photographer bailed on me. Like, are you free? And sometimes I am free. Other times it's like, I'm not because I I've been booked for like a year and a half. But if you're the photographer that's open and free and responds in time, like you can be the last minute photographer of the summer. Like that's kind of a vibe. You know what I mean? Practice shooting, practice editing, like learn from education, go and watch YouTube videos. Like I want you to build your business, everything that you feel like you're lacking. If you feel like you're not good at editing, if you feel like you're not good at manual camera settings, if you feel like you're not good at showing up on Instagram, do those things this busy season. Okay. Like we, we are in our growth era. Okay. We are growing and learning. Okay. That's important. Take advantage of the weather because it's nice right now, most likely wherever you are. It's there is a very good chance that where you live, it's nice weather. Shoot a ton. Take advantage of the weather. Don't let the weather like don't let the weather slip away and like you not take advantage of it. Like utilize it. Go outside. Take some photos. Okay. Just go take photos. Work on a pricing guide and email templates. These two things are so underrated, but they really do impact your business and how your client experiences you for the first time when they reach out to you. So work on having a great pricing guide. So when those last minute inquiries do come in, you've got a great way to communicate your pricing. You've got email templates to kind of prompt them throughout the process of working with you. Those are great things to work on during busy season as well. Okay, guys. I feel like now you should be so prepped and ready to go and conquer busy season, clean out your drawers in your office or wherever it is you have all your gear, clean it out, organize it all, really work on your calendar, use the planner, create the editing queue. We've, I've got, I laid out so many things that you got to do. Like go do them. Okay. I'm going to be doing that too. Like I said, after this episode, I'm literally organizing my office. So we're going to do them together and we're going to be organized and ultimately we're going to slay the summer. That is the vibe is slaying the summer. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope this helped you feel prepped and prepared for busy season. I hope you're as excited as I am because literally this is the best season of the year to just go and shoot and edit like and have nice weather. Like it's so fun. Like I literally love this time of year. So let's prepare ourselves to make it a good year. Okay, guys, thanks so much for listening. And I hope everyone listening has a great rest of their day. Expose my mind to clarity. 
Oh, my spirit shudders. Capture the moment uh, to keep my sanity and the wisdom rushing in. So much clearer now. Get in a little bit. Shadows is my composure. All the layers above, all the edits and tweaks, I know her. I am so done, need more time developing in my riddle. It doesn't matter wherever I am on the top of the mountain or down in quicksand, whatever the moment, wherever we stand, I'm taking. It doesn't matter wherever I am on the top of the mountain or down in quicksand. Whatever the moment, wherever we stand, I'm taking you, taking you, taking you.